fed the dogs, I made a cup of coffee. It's time to do some head moshing. Mosh up the head. I'm excited this morning because I have this, I woke up with just memories kind of flooding in and uh, uh, had a great gym teacher when I lived in New Jersey, Mr. Olnick. And I've thought about this over the years. Why do I remember Jim with Mr. Olnick? And I think it was because he was amazing at it. He, he taught us a lot and he made everything fun. And the, the thing that I want to talk about is he taught us how to do a tripod, kind of like a yoga pose. And where you you put your head on a mat, put your knees, put your elbows on your knees, and that's called the tripod. And for the tripod, if you could do the tripod for 10 seconds, you were in the 10 club. And if you could do the tripod for 100 seconds, you were in the 100 club for the tripod. And that was cool and that was fine. But the goal was to get into the headstand club which also had the 10 second headstand club and the 100 club and the 100 club was really what it was all about was the 100 second headstand club and I remember most kids being able to do a headstand to go to from a tripod to a headstand and control it and I'm amazed that he could teach us that. But he did it one step at a time. So you were focused on that goal of getting the into the club. And you didn't think about, oh man, it's going to be hard to hold that for 10 seconds. You just wanted to be in the club. So whatever you had to do to be in the club and be into that group, you just worked on that little thing. And at the same time, if you could only do the tripod and you were working on the headstand, I think he had a way of not making you feel bad about whatever you could do. Wherever you were at, he he cheered for you. And we weren't doing that every day. It's just kind of one of those things we were working on in the background and built on it and built on it. And And I don't remember if it was over years but I'm guessing it was over years and I still can do a a tripod and a headstand today and I think about Mr. Olnick and how he taught us that and that leads me to those teachers that you have that taught you things and the ones who made it fun and just remembering them I'm a teacher I teach kindergarten first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade art at the moment. I've taught Montessori. I've taught fifth grade. I've taught high school art. I've taught middle school art. And some years I know have been better than others. But there's nothing better than when a student comes back to you just to say hi or you hear from a parent how much they enjoyed your class 
there is nothing like that feeling. Because if a student say something, says to something to their parents about how much they like this one teacher, then you connected with them somehow. And that's not easy to do. Um, and it sort of reminds me of, of recording these podcasts. There's a, a truth to the way that you speak to people and there's a authenticity I want to highlight those people that come in and you connect with who aren't your parents who take the time to listen to you who I'm sure get something from the relationship too and and feel filled up by whatever energy you're giving off and you feel filled up by whatever energy they're giving off because I think that is community and I've been lucky to grow up in communities where the adults I've been around care and have put time and energy into what the community is that they that they're part of and this third thing is not as not related to the first two but i was thinking about it i'm not sure how the thought came to me but that's why it's called head mosh because there's mosh a mosh pit of thought but uh grand rapids michigan is close by and i like to tell stories and think about stories and write stories and there's a place there that i would love to visit if someone ever hears this podcast and can take me on a tour please take me on a tour I've looked into it they used to give tours but I don't think they do anymore so there's a place there's an old gyp, a gypsum mine and um, gypsum is what they use in drywall and plaster of Paris um, it's in the ground they mine it but there's an old gypsum mine in Grand Rapids, right not too far off of the highway. And now they use it for food storage and they use it for, um, I think, some computer data storage and things like that. But this is, this, I've seen pictures of it because there are pictures of it on the internet. It's huge, it's massive. It goes way down, and the floors are concrete and And when I started learning about the gypsum mine, then I started to look up other mines. And there's actually a salt mine in Detroit underneath the city. And I just want to visit these places. They're great. I have a great story started that has to do with the gypsum mines. And I'll leave it at that because it's not finished. And it's just a a place in my head that I go... Um, the idea of hidden tunnels and places that nobody nobody knows about the in-between spaces is one of the thoughts that I have Um, another related memory is one of the schools that I worked at one of the teachers retired and another teacher took his place and up in the ceiling 
in one of the back rooms he had stored all this different teaching material and no one knew it was there and then I remember sticking my head up there and looking at it all and seeing it was a drop ceiling so the drop ceiling went underneath around through just kind of behind everything and I'm curious about those spaces I'm curious about the inside workings and behind the scenes things that we don't know about but the people that understand how the building works and go up on the roof and know where the basement is and the secret rooms where the boiler is all the schools elementary schools that I've worked in have had a boiler as their central heating unit and that room is always especially in the middle of winter it just looks dangerous and the contraption of what a boiler looks like in the middle of winter and the and the fact that it's just sitting there behind a door with all these children walking back and forth um, but we never tell them about it or look at it or talk about what a boiler is and it's just an amazing beast of equipment and it's just interesting it's fascinating one of the schools I went to when I was a kid had a library in the basement and I don't remember which one it was but they changed the building eventually and the library was relocated and I missed that there was a library in the basement um, yeah I'm a big fan of secret rooms and hidden passageways I know there's a lot of other people out there like that that's Headmosh for today all over the place Mr. Olnick Mr. Smith and the hidden spaces in between and around and under attics, basements trap doors gypsum mines salt mines the spaces in between. <laughs>